Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. How are you? I hope you are well. This week I wanted to um, talk about the power of the pause because I think it has so many potential benefits in our life. For us as parents, when we are with our children, but also across kind of our life in general, I think it can be so powerful in helping us to stop and think and really changing the responses we have to people, changing how we view situations, changing the direction in which situations go simply by us stopping and pausing. The last 18 months while we've been in the pandemic have given many of us an opportunity to stop and pause. But they've also been an incredibly busy and stressful time for many people as well. So things may be calmer in terms of less to do, less going out, less, you know, less kind of socialising, that kind of stuff. But it's created other stresses in different ways in terms of, you know, home educating, being around the children the whole time, trying to work from home and look after the kids, not being able to go out and do those things that help us to regulate and maybe give us thinking space, not helping our children to go out and socialise and, you know, finding them, particularly teens, kind of in their bedrooms the whole time on tech because that's how they've coped with the world. It's not given us that breathing space, potentially, that we have. And obviously other people have experienced it in very different ways. But this week particularly, I've been really thinking about the benefits of pausing not just in terms of my connection with my son and my relationship and and his development and all of those things, but also for my own mental health and my connection with other people, family, friends, colleagues, all of that stuff. I think we live in a world that is incredibly fast-paced, is always trying to kind of go 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 you know it it feels like sometimes it's just a hamster wheel constantly you know trying to get everything organized trying to keep on top of stuff the paperwork from school the the extra paperwork you do around your child running the house working you know all of those things it feels like maybe you never have any breathing space and one of the things that I've been very clear on kind of as we came out of the pandemic is that life was going to change I was incredibly busy last year, like many, working, home educating, all of those things. But some things I realised I didn't miss when they left our life. And that opportunity to go, actually, I'm, I'm not missing that, that's not coming back, is helping me to be able to really live the life and design the life that I want for my son and I. But also, it's given me more breathing space to stop and pause. And when we stop and pause, as a parent, that changes the way we connect with our child. When our child is struggling, if we stop and pause, we are able to focus on connection and come from a place of connection. What is it my child needs right now? The chances are they don't need a shouting back at them. I mean, they might feel they need to because they need to create a sense of chaos around them to feel safe because of things that have happened in their past. But they need us to come from a place of connection. They need us to see how they're feeling and support them with those feelings. 
when we knee-jerk reaction, we're not doing that in the same way. We're responding from a a different place that isn't necessarily about connection and from a calm place. We may be stressed because we're all trying to get out the door for school in the morning and our reaction comes from a place of stress and just hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, get going, get going, get going. When we stop and pause and think, oh, what do they need right now? Or what are they struggling with? Or what's the best response for me right now? We respond to them differently. And it can be a phenomenal way of de-escalating a situation when we stop, pause, take a breath, think about what we're going to say, think about our tone of voice. But it also is really raising our presence with them and, and developing or strengthening that connection because it's saying, I can see that you're struggling. I can see that you're finding this hard. I know as a parent that when I am calm, when I stop and breathe before I respond, when I'm able to stop that knee-jerk reaction, which absolutely I do sometimes 100%, the, the direction of our conversation, the direction of the situation can be changed. I can definitely bring it down. I can be, I can come from a place of connection. I can support, I can help, I can guide. When I'm reacting from a stressful knee-jerk place, I've been known to escalate the situation. Hands up 100%. I totally escalate situations sometimes. In fact, I'm probably one that starts them in our house sometimes. You know, if I'm hormonal or hungry, or I do get hangry, I do get very hangry, then I can be the one that starts it because I'm not pausing before I react. I'm just knee-jerk reacting. And of course, we can't always stop that. You know, oh, I wish I could sometimes just stop myself from those knee-jerk reactions. We can't do it because sometimes I'm tired, sometimes I'm feeling stressed, sometimes I'm hangry, sometimes I'm hormonal, sometimes I'm all full. And there isn't a hope in me managing to pause before I react. But the more we can practice that, the more we can create space in our lives, even if it's just for a minute a day to, to think and pause and reflect, the more we're able to pause when we need to in those moments. And the more we do that, the more we're helping our children. You know, for, for some children, they may have processing issues. So actually, when you ask a question, they need longer to respond. And if you're like me, if you're quite kind of fast paced sometimes and a bit like go, 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 we don't always give them time to respond to that question before we're like, come on, answer the question. Or maybe somebody else has asked them a question and they're just thinking about it. They want to get the answer right. They want to reply in the right way. They don't want to look silly. It can be very easy for us to step in and answer that question thinking they're not going to answer it. And actually, they're just needing that process time. So if we can create that pause, we're showing them it's okay to pause and think about what they want to say as well before they respond. We're giving them that confidence to do it. We're giving them space to process it. We're not making them feel bad that they can't process things quickly enough to respond instantaneously. And I think that is hugely beneficial for their development, their self-belief in all of those things, their confidence, because if you feel like you're not answering quickly enough or you can't get the right answer quickly enough, I know that doesn't feel great. I know that 
you know, it, it can really knock your confidence even more. And as a parent, I have to practice that and model that first to show my son, A, that silence is okay. And B, that pausing to think about your response is often a really good thing. It's a bit like when you get that email that makes you really, really cross. Read it, write your response and press delete or don't write your response so you don't accidentally send it. You know, you pause before you send a response to an email that's made you really cross so that you reply in an appropriate way. And that's not to say you don't share your frustration and anger with the person at the other end, but you do it in an appropriate way. And when we do that with our children, we are teaching them that we are modeling them that to them. We are showing that having those emotions is absolutely fine. But if we pause, we think about the other person we connect, we think about how we feel, we acknowledge our own feelings, which is hugely important in this. And then we reply. And so often that gets us a much, much better response. So if you're like me, if sometimes you can be a little bit, I don't know, hot-headed, fast-paced, wanting to move things forward, this might not come very easily. And I will absolutely be very, very honest and hands up and say I struggle with this sometimes. I am definitely a go, go, go girl. And particularly when I'm stressed or I'm on kind of a, on a mission to get something done or get somewhere. So I have to work really hard on this, really hard to give my son the space to reply, to not kind of expect everything immediately. And that goes across the board, actually. Um, It's something I find much easier when I'm working, but much harder with my own child. And it's interesting, isn't it, that we can do things differently. Sometimes our own expectations of our children might get in the way or our expectations of what family life should be like or our worries about what we look like if our child doesn't respond immediately. Maybe you're in the playground talking to them and they don't reply immediately and you're worried about what the other parents will think. All of those things play a part. But I think if we can pause, particularly in escalating situations and think, what does my child need right now? If we can pause in those times and allow our child the time to respond to us, to ask, to answer, to do the thing we've asked them to do before we ask them for the second, third, fourth, fifth time, everything is calmer. Everything is happier and we are creating a much stronger connection and raising our presence with our child. And I, for one, want to do that as much as I possibly can with my absolutely gorgeous son. So I hope this was helpful. I wanted to share that kind of idea of the pause this week because it's been particularly relevant for us. Um, My son wasn't well at the beginning of the week and he's not very good when he's not very well. And um, I'm a bit like, it's only a cold, get on with it. We were testing. We've done loads of testing. Don't worry, it was definitely just a cold. Um, But at the same time, I was really conscious of making sure that I slowed down. I spent time with him. I allowed him space to talk to me about how he was feeling, to respond, to do all of those things and just creating some space in our lives, let alone pausing in the moment, just creating some space in our lives. And I think that's hugely beneficial for me in a world that's going very, very fast or feels as if it's going very, very fast. So yeah, I hope this has given you some kind of things to reflect on and think about um we all do things differently and you might be like Sarah I pause all the time and that's fantastic 
Um, but others of you may be thinking, oh, yeah. And of course, sometimes we hope or wish our kids would pause before they acted. Um, and I think that can be a tricky one as well when our children haven't quite learned how to pause themselves before they react. But the more we do it, the more we connect with them, the more we co-regulate with them, the more they will be able over time uh, to pause at least some of the time, if not all of the time. So that's this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. Um, as always, we have got loads of training coming up, um, whether you are a member of the Connective Parenting Hub or the Professionals Hub. Uh, we've got lots going on in the Parenting Hub at the moment in terms of resources. We've got an EMDR workshop coming up um, you and we've got the level three training for professionals as well as our level one MVR training for professionals. We've got an eight week course for parents. There is lots happening so if you would like um, to attend any of those workshops or longer term trainings, you'll find all the details on our website. If you go to the what's coming up page, um, so therapyfisher.com forward slash what's coming up, you will find all of the training and workshops that are coming up and you can have a look. And if you've got any questions about any of it, if you're not sure, you know, if you're professional thinking, oh, should I do the level one or the level three, get in contact and we can help you decide what's right for you. I'm not going to push you towards one course or the other. It's really important to me that it's the right course. And I'm passionate that we share this approach with as many families and professionals and organisations as we possibly can, because when we are coming from a place of connection, we can help our kids in the most powerful of ways. And all of us can do this. All children will benefit from this approach. Actually, all adults will benefit from this approach. I truly, truly believe that. If you're a parent or carer thinking about training and you're not sure what to do, again, please don't hesitate to get in contact and ask what's the right kind of thing for you, depending on where you are and what what your situation is. Always happy to uh, talk through those and look at the options. So yeah, as I said, all the training and workshops and everything that's coming up are on uh, the What's Coming Up page on the website. Um, And there's all the free resources there as well. So you can uh, look at all of those podcast episodes, blogs, webinars, you know, uh, YouTube videos, everything is on there. So yeah, I hope that is all. As always, um, I love sharing these videos with you, or these videos, these podcasts even. Um, Do share them out with friends, family, if you think they'd be helpful. Uh, Subscribe so you make sure they drop down uh, every week. And if you've got any episodes or topics you would particularly like me to cover, let me know and I will do my best to cover those. Look forward to speaking to you all soon in the next episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. Bye for now.